Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hi friends, this is Sarah May. This is an episode about mourning. Um, and this is actually for Bo. Um, and it's one of the most difficult things to deal with in your lifetime. Um, and although it feels like it's never ending and it's excruciating, it's part of life and it's part of life that makes the rest of life rich and gives you the ability to feel great happiness. You just have to have both. So it's the other half, fortunately. Um, and right now, if you are suffering, I feel for you, whether that's the loss of a friend or a time in your life, it could be anything, a chapter, just loss in general. I feel for you. I know it's really, really, really hard. So right now you're likely struggling with what you want to believe is impossible because it feels so wrong. Like it's such a violation of just natural laws. So your brain and your body want desperately to deny that the loss is true. And that is natural. And it's just the fear of the pain that you're going to feel. So it's like you don't want to look at it. You just can't allow yourself to because it's just it's going to hurt so bad. So you might almost want to forget or avoid confronting it like you want to look around it almost. So I must tell you that although it is almost unbearable, this pain is not going to kill you. You will move through it and just Take it a little bit at a time. So almost act as your own caregiver in the way that you treat managing this pain. So I know it's a process that's going to feel like it's lasting forever, but it's going to be much shorter than you think, and each day will get the tiniest bit easier, just the tiniest bit. So one day you will stop hurting and you will be happy. But right now, you're in pain management mode. So all you can do is move through this time with grace. So just decide you're going to take it easy on yourself and just soothe yourself in any and all ways you possibly can. So the best tools I can give you are to manage processing the pain in kind of small and manageable increments so you can remain as stable and healthy as possible. Um, So I'm going to give you in this episode a structure just to kind of enable you to take good care of yourself and also uh, what I think is a kind of healthy way to mourn so that you can continue to function as a person. (laughs) So this is part one, structure. So if this is recent, you are likely reeling and feeling completely untethered to anything that's stable, especially if it was somebody that played a big part of your life. It can feel really uh, disorienting to lose somebody like that because everything in your life was connected to them. 
So you might feel like you're just floating in kind of an abyss of darkness. Um, and it can also change the way you feel about different environments because they were such a big part of it. And if they're not there, it like makes it not feel like a welcoming place. So this is hopefully going to help you navigate this time and get tethered to stability because you are much more okay than you feel right now. So I like to think of the structure as kind of like a tent with four stakes in the ground. Actually, five stakes in the ground. So those five stakes are people, places, routine, truths, and accountability. Um, and I'm going to post this in blog form on Teaspoon Happy, so if you don't have a pen, check it out later this week. Alright, number one is people. So basically, first things first, find as many people as you can, but at least two, who are going to be aware of your state and are going to help take care of you. So they're going to check on you, they're going to help feed you maybe, they're going to just basically be around you um, as much as possible. And they're basically people who are going to help you when you're not asking for help. So they're going to come and get you, check on you, call you on a regular basis, go with you to any overwhelming appointments of any kind, and they're going to be the ones that make sure you are still doing okay in a few months from now. So find those people and like literally nominate them, um, tell them what you need them to do and where you're at, and um, the more the better. So some people are just not capable handling this kind of responsibility um, or even reacting well to this type of situation. So don't be too overly sensitive about it. Just reach out to as many people as you possibly can. Uh, number two, places. So have places that you can go at the ready that will make you feel sta stable and soothed. So just basically do not allow yourself to isolate yourself in pain. These places might be any type of place that feels uh, supportive. So maybe it's um, things like a friend's house or there's a, a soothing class that you can take. Or maybe it's like something like a hike that you like or there's a park. Whatever those places are, just have them listed and ready for when you need to go there. And when you need to get out of wherever you are, do it. Be very diligent about taking care of yourself and protecting yourself when you need some space and some to get out of a certain environment. So if you have a meeting to go to and you're kind of worried about it, just set up ahead of time the safe places that you can go if you need to take a break for yourself. And it doesn't have to be, you know, a remote location. It could be something as simple as sitting in your car with a blanket and a podcast or going to sit on a bench somewhere nice and beautiful outside. Um, but put yourself and your emotional safety first. So basically be a best friend to yourself who is very good at taking care of you and what you need. Number three, routine. So right now, because you're in a pain management mode, you uh, need to move, just move through time. And it's going to be difficult at times to move through that time. So it's very, very helpful to create an easy routine for your day and just go through the motions. So an example of this routine might be get out of bed, 
shower, get dressed, look presentable, eat something healthy for breakfast, uh, gather your go-to support list for the day of activities, whatever it is, places, get some kind of exercise just for that chemical balance. That's really important. Um, put one soothing supportive activity on your list so that you are tethered to stability and also the outside world. So it's like another person should be involved. Um, and it could be just, you know, calling a friend on the phone or it could be going to a support group meeting. So it's just something that's going to be there. It's going to remind you of the people out there that are going to be there for you. Um, Continuing on the list, eating something for lunch that is healthy, eating something for dinner that is healthy, and do not skip meals. Like your nutrition is really, really important right now, and it needs to be met. Your blood sugar can inhibit your ability to take care of yourself immensely. Um, also, in that vein, go to sleep at a reasonable hour. Your rest, I mean, you're likely very tired already, but rest is very, very important. Just don't push yourself too hard right now. Number four, truths. So this is just a list for you to hold on to when you're kind of in the thick of it and you're a little bit too overwhelmed to deal with the pain. And it just can tip your awareness of the world and kind of keep you grasping onto something, knowing it's no matter how, how dark it gets, you're going to be okay. Right now, you're just going to be kind of taking militantly good care of yourself, getting just meeting your basic needs. But if you want to write these down, these are just some examples of truths. I have five of them, but it could be anything. Um, but these are mine. So number one, even if it doesn't seem like it right now, this pain will end. Number two, you will have good days and bad, but with time, you will heal. Number three, you are okay. You can take care of yourself, and if you can't, there are people who can help you and who love you. Number four, your future is not written. There's so much more happiness left in your life, and you will once again be happy. Number five, your suffering does not equal your love. It does not honor your relationship. So the last one is really important for you to stay in contact with. Because I think a lot of people just mislead themselves into thinking if you suffer, you should suffer in proportion to your love of this person. And that is not the same thing. Feeling the max amount, maximum amount of pain is not proof of your love or how great your loss is. It doesn't help it. It doesn't make it more real or more valid. That pain has nothing to do with your bond with this person. So you've got to separate the two because the mourning is the healing process. It's not a tribute to the person and their life. Because in truth, if you were to ask the person and if you were to think of the best way to honor that person, it would be for you to live and for you to love in their absence even more so. So don't allow yourself to get confused about that. It can get very, very confusing, and it can almost feel wrong to be happy if you've experienced loss. Like, you'll feel guilty, or how could I? It means I didn't love them, and that's not true. It has nothing to do with that at all. 
Number five on the main list I started previously of the ten poles. Number five is be accountable. Um, believe it or not, being accountable to somebody else really helps in the morning process, especially when you don't have a really strong will to get up and go through the motions. Just another person or group of people relying on you can be just the thing you need to kind of automate your self-care actions, like get yourself out of bed because you have to. So whether it's pouring your focus and your energy into a job or maybe you have a foster pet you pick up, someone or something that will rely on you showing up can really, really help. Especially when you feel like you don't want to or you can't. So if you've been thinking about it, now might be a good time to adopt that rescue dog. <laughs> um, which brings me to part two. Just ways to allow yourself to mourn in manageable increments. Um, because it's got to come out. It's got to be processed. It's not like you can just avoid it altogether. But you can definitely do it in a safe way. So that you can still function. So it's almost like, you know, letting out pressure in like little tiny uh, zips, you know. So when you are feeling the most safe and stable, or if you just, if you know you need to cry and hurt, allow yourself to go into the pain and just feel it. Um, and just sometimes it'll just come out when it needs to come out. So just allow yourself to cry, to mourn. And then when it, it gets heavy, when it feels like it's too much, uh, decide to put it away. Like You can get good at deciding when you are going to stop feeling that pain. And that just means you are going to distract yourself. You're going to choose to stop feeling that emotion for now. It doesn't mean you're not going to go back to it. It just means... It's too much, um, and it needs. you just need to take a break from it. So it's almost like if you stay in that pain to the point of exhaustion, you're, you can flood your body with just way too many chemicals, and it, it could just be way too much for you to handle. It's like it almost makes it worse. So that's when you kind of initiate a chemical state, like a prolonged chemical state of depression, and that's just not healthy for you. So I have a uh, visualization exercise podcast that is for putting – painful feelings away. So if it helps you, I have that podcast uh, posted on a previous episode. But um, if you're trying, if you're having a hard time figuring out how to put the pain away, just it's basically like distracting your attention to something totally unrelated and just focusing really hard, almost like comically. So you're, you're throwing yourself into something else immediately. And, and as soon as those thoughts come back, you're like, nope, I put those away. I'm not going back there for now. That's not, like, I'm not going to keep staying here. So things like a film or a book or even work can be really, really helpful just because it's, it's very immersive. Um, whatever it is, find your thing that's going to just block out all of those thoughts and that you can really dedicate your focus to. And if you can involve your friends um, to help with that part, do it. So go running, uh, watch a movie together, talk on the phone, whatever it is, distract, distract your attention away from the pain. And I know it can feel really 
impossible at times. So just it helps to think of your body like it's a robot and you can manually dictate what it does and just go through the motions despite your feelings. So it kind of means forcing yourself to get up, go through healthy processes despite how tired you may feel or how just sluggish it feels, how much you're not invested in it, doesn't matter. Just push yourself to do those things and be around people, be around family, surround yourself with anyone that can act as a pillow, an emotional pillow. Um, You've got to keep yourself connected to all the other things in your life that make you wonderful and happy and somebody just needed by others, just whatever it is, surround yourself with those types of voices. Um, And it does, I know it at times could feel incapacitating, but remaining in the suffering is a choice. Like wallowing is in your control. It's like, of course you have to feel the pain, but you've got to push yourself really hard right now to live. And you must. Despite yourself, you have to push yourself to move through this and heal. And it's really hard right now, but it's not going to always be. It's, it's going to be over a lot more quickly than you think. So if you're asking, when will this end? The truth is, there's no set amount of time for mourning. And everyone moves through this process at their own pace. And so you're, you're going to be the one that knows when that is done and when you're ready to move past this part. And it will be a decision you'll know how to make. It won't be so mysterious or nebulous. Um, and I can't tell you exactly when that's going to be, but I can tell you it's going to go a lot faster if you are able to take care of yourself physically and mentally right now. You need to be really, really diligent about that and not just don't downward spiral into like, you know, chemical things because that's just going to prolong the time you spend in this suffering. Um, What I can offer you is a glimpse into the future. You will smile again, you will laugh, you will love, you will heal. I promise you that that day will come, but you have to decide you're going to go there. You don't have to stay in the suffering forever, and you're not honoring them by doing so. Because if this person loved you, I'm sure they did, they would want you to heal, and they would want you to move on and live your life. And that is what you must do. To honor their memory, you must live, and you must love that life even more. And know that you loved them, and, and that's never going to go away. That's not something that's going to fade. You're not going to forget them. It's actually going to come back to you even more. So the healthier you get, the more you heal, the more in touch with that person you will become. Because right now, what stands between the two of you is your pain and your extreme loss. So you're just stuck in the void, and that's not them at all. And it's never going to be them. So if you really want to be close to them, they will return to you as they were and not cloaked in that deep pain once you allow yourself to heal and to accept this. As painful as that is, that is what you must do for you for them, and for you to be reunited with everything that they meant. That's what happens. You get them back again. Um, And I feel for you, and I'll be thinking of you, and 
And with that, I hope I said something that will help you. Um, and if you need extra help, see a therapist because they are amazingly helpful in facilitating processing. Um, so if anything, it's a great part of a support network. So I am so sorry you're suffering and I send you my love and vibes of positivity and relief. Just hang in there and go easy on yourself because this too shall pass. Um, and I hope this helps. And please smile. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.